Hi, this is Randy Chan. And Lisa. Welcome to the 26th episode of the Night Sky of Silicon Valley. Once a week, I'll be letting you know what to look out for in the upcoming days so you can go out and gaze into our night sky. I spend relaxingly cool nights in Silicon Valley trying to discern what's out there. This podcast is our journey together of the night skies. March 6, 2021. Randy, I found out that Perseverance is carrying other surprises besides a secret-coded parachute. Oh, really? I heard that NASA has been hiding treasures in each of the Mars missions. And it's become part of the fun to discover the secret stashes that NASA engineers designed into the rovers. Yes, they just revealed that riding along Perseverance is a piece of Mars that crashed into Earth eons ago. This piece of meteorite from Mars is attached to one of the rover's instruments called a supercam, the tiny rock that finally made its way back home. Anyway, I'm going to be the one to follow this Mars rover, Randy, and bring little tidbits to this podcast as they are discovered. So, what's happening in the night sky this week? Well, have you ever heard of the Messier Marathon? Um, nope. The Messier Marathon? No, Lisa. Messier Marathon. Charles Messier was the 18th century French astronomer who worked to find comets. While doing so, he compiled a huge list of nebulous objects for astronomers to look for. There are a total of 110 objects in the catalog. And the list contains 40 external galaxies, 29 globular clusters, 27 open clusters, 7 gaseous nebulae, 4 planetary nebulae, 2 asterisms, and 1 supernova remnant. Some of the brightest and no most notable objects on the Messier list are the Great Orion Nebula, M42, and the Pleiades, M45, which we have talked about in previous podcasts. Another object that people might recognize is the Andromeda Galaxy, M31. This is the galaxy closest to our own, the Milky Way. Is that the galaxy that we are going to eventually crash into? We can talk more about that another time, but the short answer is yes. Eventually, we will merge with Andromeda. But there's no need to worry. It's not for a long time. Anyways... The Messier objects can all be observed in a small telescope, with many of them visible in typical binoculars. However, only a few are visible to the unaided eye. So, what makes this a marathon? Well, it's only in March and early April that it becomes possible to observe the entire list. Because it's only in early spring that all of the objects are above the horizon, between dusk and dawn. The Messier Marathon is when astronomers and night sky enthusiasts try to find all 110 Messier objects in a single night. Whoa, that's a lot of things to find. Yes, it definitely is. This Thursday, March 11th, will be the best night to do the marathon because there will be a new moon. That means no moonlight, perfect for viewing deep sky objects. Yep, yep, 
but the surrounding nights will still be good viewing nights. And for most of us, it will be easier to spend more time stargazing on the weekends. Also, unless you're aiming to claim bragging rights, there's no need to accomplish it all in one night, of course. A more relaxed way to accomplish the marathon is to do it over several nights, devoting just a few hours at a time. Um, Randy, how am I supposed to find 110 objects in the sky? You will definitely need some help. The best way to do that is with fellow astronomers. And due to the pandemic, there'll be many virtual events to see the experience. But really, I'm not personally so psyched about looking at deep sky objects on a computer. So another way is to go outside, get out a sky map, or use a guidebook to Messier's objects. You can also use a stargazing app to help locate each of Messier's sky objects. Many guides contain helpful star hopping paths to help find all 110. If you Google Guide to Messier's Marathon 2021, you can find the optimal order to run this marathon. Wow, cool. Well, I'll definitely try to find some, but I'm not sure I'll be able to locate all of them. Trying to find all the objects by traditional star hopping methods is considered to be the best and quickest way to learn the night sky. Using only a map and a finder scope, you'll learn to recognize the constellations and their brightest stars. So give it your best shot. Remind me again, will I be able to see everything with just my naked eye? Well, you will definitely need your glasses. Without them, I doubt you can see anything besides the moon. But, unfortunately, most of Messier's deep space objects can't be seen with the unaided eye. So you'll have to grab some binoculars or a telescope to see all of the objects in the marathon. So we can take out my telescope, Lisa. Yay, Randy's gonna set up the telescope. Dr. Messier, look out. <laughs> also, this Tuesday, March 9th, Vesta, the brightest asteroid in our sky, will be at its closest to Earth and passing about one degree north of the bright star Theta Leonis in Leo the Lion's hindquarters. Vesta is at opposition and shining at a magnitude 6.2 an easy catch in binoculars. Try finding it and check its movement over the coming weeks as it tracks northwest through the constellation. So make sure to look up at the night sky this week, enjoy the dark skies during the new moon, and search the web for Messier's marathon list to find the complete catalog of the 110 nebulous objects to find. One of the best guidebooks is astronomer Don Machholz, the observing guide to the Messier Marathon, a handbook and atlas. Well, that's all for this week. This is Randy Chan and Lisa on the night sky of Silicon Valley. Lisa, you should definitely give this marathon an honest try. It's probably the only marathon you'll ever be able to complete. Very funny, Randy.